0: Bunnies and welcome back to my podcast. I'm super glad that you came back, and uh, so let's go ahead and jump right in. A lot of people have been asking me about small business startups, if I have any tips or tricks on that, and it's mostly because I've been promoting the launch of my own LLC, Desert Fox Solar. So you can go ahead and get live updates on that on our Instagram and Twitter feed. So that will be at. Desert Fox Solar or you can go ahead and check out our web card because our website hasn't been published yet. I am pretty particular about exactly what I want so we're we're really working on that. I do not want to release it before. It's 100% perfected or as close to it as I can get. Uh, Hopefully by the end of February we'll be complete with that including photos and exact definitions and prices. Uh, so that will be desertfoxsolar.com. For those of you interested in partnering up, we are still hiring. So if you're interested in one of those positions, we are looking for notaries in California, Nevada, and Florida. So you can go ahead and shoot your information right into that web card, or you can send me an email that's gonna be honey at desertfoxsolar.com. Um, we are always looking for sales associates. Uh, energy consultant or uh solar representative, so if you have a background in that or you're you're wanting to learn it because it is such a, a fast growing and lucrative field uh definitely go ahead same thing go ahead and sh- either fill out your information in that web card or shoot me a resume to my email um, We do have a lot of people that have submitted resumes already before the launch of this and i was I was really surprised that our uh, interested in helping with the marketing or the media presence and I'm super stoked so I do have about 300 applications I believe right now Uh, doing that but obviously there's no like we haven't secured uh, anyone in in that particular field we are still looking for people in certain areas so if that's something that you're interested in you can go ahead and submit a resume just uh, please be patient with me because it is gonna take us a while to filter through all those resumes and applications for that um so hopefully that's that gets there and if you are uh, a tax professional shoot us your resume because that is something that we're definitely looking into i even actually want to go back to school and and learn uh some tax uh things some tax credits and trades and it will it it really benefits us on the solar end as well Um, so anyways with Speaking of that, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some things that will really affect, they'll make and break uh, small businesses or organizations, LLCs, S-Corps, Inks, so, uh, whatever you have. So the first thing is organization. I think organization is the fundamental key to any industry um, and it. I. I'm stuttering, so it doesn't matter how organized you think you are there are always uh tips and tricks or there are always techniques there's always room to improve at least for me i've i've tried some things i've tried some things that flat out don't work Uh, i mean i'll admit it i i did it for like two weeks and i was like this is this is not helping me progress and there are some things that you know i tried and they've been wonderful and now i i do them as a second nature as a habit you do have to be a kind of a flexible person to, you know, try new organizational techniques. But I guarantee you, if you do, you will, you will nine times out of 10 be happier for trying more progressive techniques. And you can learn techniques, you know, on YouTube videos. Uh, I know I, I've learned a lot from YouTube videos. Um, but organization isn't just about organizing, it's about how you organize. Uh, One of the key things that I notice when I am talking to small business owners who wanna partner with me or do media marketing, I always ask them, do you have a calendar? And if I hear the word no, or I do, but it's not in two copies, I already know you have a problem. So everyone needs to have a calendar and you do need to have two copies. You need to have a physical copy and you need to have a digital copy. The physical copy is for you to write down because like even when we were in school, we tend to remember better when there's a visual, when we write it down. Some people say, well, I'm a visual learner and I can see it on my phone. It's really not the same Um, because of the way that light works and you can go and find lots of videos on the psychology behind it. You really do want to look at it on Paper, you'll be able to retain it a little bit more light somehow messes with memory so that's that's that at the end of the day um i have a digital app that actually is a, a multi-communication app and i'll talk about that in, in number two but i do always keep at least two or three physical copies because i do have two offices and then i'll keep you know digital copies of my calendar and they have alarms so I do have alarms and then my alarms obviously have little places to like tell me what it is and I always set an alarm for 15 minutes before when it's time and at the end of my meeting or what I'm supposed to be doing um, I think that this is just beneficial for everyone so that you can even schedule your breaks and drinking water. I know it seems a little much but I guarantee you, when you schedule stuff like this you do block scheduling it really helps it's it's one of the things that has made me as successful as i am is doing that and also with continuing on that with staying organized you really need to have that accountability too calendars impose accountability and then the other thing that imposes accountability is your way of tracking your your customer base now i always tell any small business you need a crm um for those of you who aren't familiar with the term CRM, it stands for Customer Relationship Management Tool. You can find tons. Uh, the one that I'm currently using is Podio, but for like dealerships, you guys have Dealer Socket, Dealer Tracker, Track Connect, uh, VIN Connect, VIN Solutions, a multitude. I think I've used at least a dozen when I was working in the, the automobile industry uh, we had, uh, a few more, uh, different ones, uh, there are some free ones that you can get online in Sightly and Hub, uh, whichever one you feel most comfortable at, they have some really popular ones going on, I see YouTube ads for them, like, Monday, and, oh, I can't remember the other one, but there are definitely options out there for you to try, and I would highly recommend, uh, finding one that you think you can work. And if you're not really familiar with how to work it, there's YouTube videos showing you guys how to. And if you're just not, if you really, really, really aren't the tech savvy person, bust open the old school way and get a Office Excel spreadsheet and put your customer base down there and do it that way. But definitely you wanna keep digital notes. I don't care if you have physical documents or you're really good at journaling. You still want to keep your digital docs and you want to keep information. Um I always like to put the time, the date, the interaction and a note about it. That's just who I am. Um and it will it will save you tons. Save you tons, I guarantee you. So, and that's how I tell the the small corps how to stay organized. Hey, you need to have calendars, you need a physical copy, and you need a digital copy, you need a CRM or a way to track your customer base and interactions with your customers. Uh, real, real simple. Number two, piggybacking off number one is transparency. And by transparency, I know a lot of CEOs, a lot of business owners, a lot of uh you know, supervisory staff is gonna be like, uh, what? I'm not saying you got to spread your life. You got to be transparent as a person. You need to be transparent as a corporation. And that doesn't mean you have to tell, you know, a a rookie, you know, the business of a CEO. You don't have to, you know, give them, you know, your thousand dollar education in five minutes. What it means is that you need to make sure that you guys are all on the same page. Transparency, and I, I know some people are going to be like, well, that's communication, honey. No, no, no. Communication is when you communicate with each other. It's how you communicate with each other. Transparency means that you guys are all on the same page and you guys know all what each other is supposed to be doing. And you guys know your job descriptions and, you know, anything else that you want to throw in there. There's a lot of uh, corporations that kind of have their stuff set and then expect the new guys because they got trained how to have, do their job. What everybody else's job is. And what everyone else is supposed to be doing. I know it sounds really weird. When you're trying to say like. Well what do they care what everyone else is doing. They just need to be doing this. Yeah, You got to make sure that. You know. Your engine is running smoothly. And if. There's somebody. And they don't know who to go to. For their question. You're going to have an off track. Company. Just like if. I have a loose nail my car could possibly break down. I could have an accident. Um, I would recommend doing this by using a multi-communication app. There are plenty on the market. I know the most popular one right now is GroupMe. I know a lot of corps here in Yuma are using like a WhatsApp but like a group WhatsApp because everyone has WhatsApp. I personally recommend Crew, so that's where I use my calendar because it allows you to do shifts, allows you to put your personal calendar, you can invite people into your calendar, you can uh, kind of throw it across the board, but it also is a multi-communication app, so it's got all the features of WhatsApp, it's got all the features of like Facebook messaging rolled into one, plus you can set alarms, you can do. You can set up tasks for people, uh, you can phone call them you can do audible audio messages and gifts and just loads of fun stuff and stickers uh we always put pictures and uh we've made it to the point where we're just so communicative and you can actually award people you can give them like awards like gold stars and i absolutely love it i rave for it this is not sponsored by crew i am just a raving fan because it has completely changed the game where 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 our transparency is So I would recommend for transparency that you have a multi-communication app and you can have different rooms, which is what we do. We have different rooms. We have, you know, the sales guys and we have our uh, manager team and then we have our admin team, you know, and and so forth and so on. And so we love it, you know, because we can have a room where we're all together and then, you know, our separate uh, districts, you know, our separate little jobs, you know, office and sales and whatever else may come. And I, I absolutely I, I like that because again with that transparency with us knowing who to go to, what they do, you know, it just pulls us in. I'm not saying you have to be a family. You don't have to be all family oriented, but it will pull you and it will bring you a little bit closer to these people. And you know, when you have job harmony, you have job success. Uh and the second thing with transparency is also Having a meeting. Uh, You need to have a meeting weekly, bi-weekly, once a month at least. Uh, I would always recommend that even if there's nothing too new in the industry. It's making sure that you have that loyalty, that you have that respect for those people to come in and to listen to you. Hey, do you have any ideas? I mean, Even if the meeting's only 15 minutes, you really do need to have that bond. Uh, I've had... You know, plenty of corporations that I've helped out that never did a meeting, never, not once. They did a training. There was no need for a meeting. They had an office and their, their success was, you know, they, they felt like they were doing good. I switched that up, made a meeting every two weeks, which they absolutely hated because these became mandatory meetings. They weren't used to it. And then it became once a week. And now they absolutely love it. They look forward to it because this is a, a time when you can Really ask those questions, and some people are just scared to ask questions on apps, or they're scared to ask you a question over the phone. But when they're around a whole bunch of people, and you happen to be talking about the subject, oh well, hey, what about this? And then those questions got answered, and so that's where you have that transparency because you know now they're not afraid because there are other people talking about it too. You know, and you always have that person that wants to be like the group lead, you know, and it's not afraid to ask those those questions or answer those questions for you. So uh, transparency, it, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to revolve around, you know, you giving out your, you know, company secrets, but you do want to be transparent in that aspect. You do kind of want to let everyone know where you're at and, you know, goals and all that other fun stuff. Um, I can get into more detail on that in a later, uh, podcast. And then the third thing is, uh, don't go chasing zeros. Uh, or what I like to call is you, you got to preserve your million dollars um the first time i said this to my cousin she was just like what what are you talking about when i explained it it became like the golden beacon and she always talks about it uh you know you're you got to save your million dollar customers and so what i mean by that is you need to focus on the customers already sold and not go chasing your ghosts or go chasing your zeros as i call them um so, if you were in sales or retail or in the market of like door to door, for your brain, you're wired to go out and do the next sale. Go out and do the next sale. Go on and do the next sale. Sometimes you're great at following up. Sometimes you know you don't have your customers don't have any qualms about you. But when it when you come to a CEO standpoint, when you come to an entrepreneur, when you're running a small business or you're in charge of a small business, you got to be wired the other way around because what happens is a lot of times you're neglecting your million dollar customer. And what I mean about that is the word of mouth is so vital in today's society. Word of mouth is... 10 times more efficient than any Google ad you could purchase. Any Facebook promotion, anything that money can buy, the review of a customer is worth more. You know, we don't care how much it's advertised on Amazon or eBay or AliCard or Wish. You're going to go check out the reviews. And if the reviews aren't good, then you know it's not good. It's just that's, that's done. It's done. So a lot of times what's happened with small businesses is they forget that and they're just chasing the next deal, chasing the next deal, chasing the next deal. When they're done with their customer, they're done with their customer. And I always tell them, that's your million dollar customer. When you're finished with that customer, this becomes a million dollars. And the reason why is because you need to make sure that this customer is 100% satisfied. You need to go out there with like a customer survey. You need to call them up, follow up and, and, you know, ask them how they're, their service was or what more they can do i mean it could be something as simple as hey they left nails you know everything was good until they left the nails in my driveway you know i i was actually going to call you guys about it but you know i didn't want to bug or whatever and it's like no no, no we'll, we'll we'll go ahead you know uh uh wednesday we're going to go send somebody out there they're going to clean those nails for you you know uh sorry about that and that customer's experience could have went from you know you were great you did the job, but then you left the nails, and now you're not so great to, oh, you guys called me back, and they picked up those nails. That was amazing. I didn't expect that. So now you're back up on top. And then that customer, you know, hey, uh, I have a cousin. I have an uncle. I have a niece. I have a friend. I have, you know, my goldfish's neighbor twice removed. Uh, (laughs) Whatever it is, they they end up, you know, speaking really highly of you. Because the last thing you want is, you know, to you to be on a roll, and then one of your customers speaks ill of you, and then you know it's really hard to gain your reputation back when you have a sour customer. So you don't want to do that. um, Really quick story is, I I got a customer, and I was like a junior sales consultant. I wasn't even a full sales consultant. I was like a junior sales consultant, and uh, because I was like assistant sales consultant, uh. They kind of threw me at this corner desk that nobody wanted. And the reason nobody wanted it is because it was right next to the door, the entrance door, which is right next to the managers, which was fine by me because, like, I didn't, you know, play on Facebook all day and I wasn't on my phone. I I did my job. So I didn't mind being, you know, the one that was watched the most, essentially. And uh, a customer came in and usually customers come in and I, I won't, you know, run to the door to go greet them because my desk is literally right there. They could just sit down in front of me and we can have a conversation So a lady came in and, uh, you know, we did the the car sale thing and everyone always laughs because I have this really, (laughs) like, not great personality, but it's a really laid back personality. It's a really trustworthy personality. If I don't know something, I'll fully admit that I don't know, but I'll get you the answer. You know, I'll find someone that knows it. Um, And so we had a great, I built the rapport. We had a great time, sold her car and it was customary at this particular dealership, uh, that they didn't give you a bunch of thank you cards for your customer. You actually had to walk up to the office and get a thank you card because they had, you know, these special thank you cards with our company seal on them. And uh, I walked up there and, you know, the office manager was just like, you know, I I actually don't have any. I ordered a box. They should be here next week. And I was just like, whoa, man. And because I was, you know, just so fluid with how I did my deals and how I I treated my customers and made sure to follow up. I, I knew that I might forget, you know, that I might call her and be like, hey, did you get my, my thank you card and then have not sent one? Uh, and I was scared of that because we had like an automated system that told us what to do too. Uh, so what I ended up doing instead was the next day. Well, that evening I went ahead and went to a discount store that happened to be open and They had some discount cards and, you know, there was like a 10 pack of Pokemon thank you cards for 10 cents and they had a whole bunch of them. So I bought like, I don't know, at least $8 worth of these Pokemon cards. So I go into the the office the next day with this box of Pikachu Pokemon thank you cards and everyone's laughing at me. They're like, are you serious? Those are for like five year olds. And I was just like, it's only until we don't get until we get the, the new ones. So I went ahead and I wrote her a message and I in the in the note I wrote, you know, I'm really sorry. We usually have uh, thank you cards with the the car seal on them. And once I get one, you know, uh, you know, you can give me a call in a week and we should have them and I'll send you one. Uh, but for right now, this is all I have to go with. And I hope you, you like it. And I'll give you a, a follow call in seven days through my business card in there and sent it off. Uh, I ended up following up with her, and she did my survey, and it was great. It was fine, and she ended up putting that card on her fridge. Uh, and the reason she ended up putting it on the fridge is because her kid liked Pokemon, and she thought it was cool. And later, her her friend was over, and she happened to see the card, and she was like, "Oh, hey, who who sent you that card?" And she's like, "Oh, the little lady who sold me my card." You know, the it, it, the conversation faded, and there was no more talk about me. And then, you know, it it came back up. She's like, "You're." Your your car lady sent you a Pikachu card? She's like, oh, yeah. And, you know, she's like, actually, as a matter of fact, and they started talking about me because of this uh, Pikachu Pokemon card. And long story short is I ended up selling four deals because she referred me. So that customer referred me to another customer, and I got four referral customers that month off that one sale because I took care of her. And I always you know, go back in my head, and I think, what if I didn't send her that card, what if I waited, you know, and, and, you know, she just, you know, because it wasn't something, you know, because it was so long, uh, and it was kind of expected, you know, oh, I expected her to do that, uh, you know, that, oh, I didn't get the same feed, you know, what, the what ifs, and I, I was really thankful, uh, for it, and it was, it's really funny, because, Uh, when I ended up becoming a manager, so I didn't send thank you cards anymore. I actually had a bunch of the sales guys turn around and offer me like $5 for a pack of one of those Pokemon thank you cards because they, they knew the story because I had like three customers come in and they had literally, they had a Pokemon thank you card in their hand. They're like, oh, I'm looking for this girl. I don't have her card. It fell out or whatever, but this girl, and everyone knew it was me. They're like, oh, it's her, you know, and uh so the long story short is you got to make sure you take care of your customers. Because I, I could have just said, you know, I don't have to send her a thank you card. You know, I'm looking for the next sale. I got, you know, this person is interested. You know, that I got a hit on this car. or You know, I could go look for people in the parking lot. But, but what I did is I took care of the customer who took care of me. Right? Like they chose me. She chose me. Uh, you know, she accepted my offer. And. You know, in respect, I made sure that she was a hundred percent satisfied, Um, and so that's something that I think that we take for granted. You know, when we're not, when we're not in sales anymore, uh, you know, we think we're CEO, we think we're we're the big boss, and we're like, no, it's about the bottom line. You got to make more sales. You got to make more sales. You got to make sure you take care of the sales you have because those sales are your million dollar sales. Their word of mouth is more powerful than any ad you could possibly buy so take care of them don't go chasing ghosts because up until to me up until you sign and up until you paid (laughs) you're a ghost you're a zero I mean it doesn't mean that I, I don't respect you I totally do and I totally love getting new sales and new clients and new customers but up until you're that point you're a phantom When I have this person right here who has already chosen me, has already given me their loyalty, who has, you know, who has accepted my offer, you know, who can speak, who can testify on behalf of my integrity or whatever it is that I'm looking to promote to you guys. You know, this is my, this is my rock right here. This is my golden stone. This is my solid piece. So you got to make sure that you take care of your customers that you've already taken care of. And I would always recommend that you at least spend one whole day. I don't care what day it is, but you spend one whole day doing follow-ups with your customers. Um, I know some corporations need, you know, more than one day because they have, you know, so many, or you just need to hire more people to do it for you, but you do really need to take care of the customers that you've already taken care of. We forget that these customers are million dollar customers. So to recap all of that, number one is organization, you know, do it in duplex, duplicates if you have to. Number two is transparency. Make sure everyone in their team knows everybody in their team, what their responsibilities and job titles and what they do, and make sure you get an app so where they can all communicate with each other and you can reel them in. And number three is make sure that you preserve your million dollar customers, customers, more than you are chasing your zeros or chasing your ghost. So I think I've talked way more than I actually wanted to. And I'm sorry about that. But those are my tips and tricks. And hopefully you'll tune into my next podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And let me know if any of those things work for you you disagree. My Twitter feed is at HoneyCryZets at h-o-n-e-y-c-r-i-e-s. Let me know what you guys think. I'd love to hear your comments sounding off.